Ladies and gentlemen, when the Kendall Richardson is away, Fulia and Wayne will play. For this is a Fred the Aliens Productions podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Unlimited power. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Feel the power, Wayne. Cue music. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello, we're gonna have company! Loud noises! Hello? Hello! Hey! We're missing someone. We we are, there's an empty seat oh my in goodness. the Fred shed. <laughs> Who are we missing for you? Well, let's introduce ourselves first. I'm a fully account I'm a Wayne Stellini. And there's no there's one no else. <laughs> there's no one else. So who are we missing, Fulia? Oh my goodness. Our hostess with the mostest the mo- is away. Uh, so deep down, Fulia, though, I'm sensing that you might be a little bit relieved because that means <laughs> that I'm not going to be floating with Kendall all night. Is that is that kind of, are you kind of a bit relieved? What are you saying? You've never been flirting with me? <laughs> well, you and I, it's a non-stop flirt. You know what I mean? But I, I don't get to see Kendall as often, so I just kind Aww. of pull out all stops and stare into her beautiful eyes and look at that gorgeous smile. But, you know, look, I'm not going to lie. It's not such a bad thing not having Kendall in the studio because, I mean, we can just stay here in our underwear now. We, we, we can, we're can walking around, having a chat um, without any pants on. That's, yeah. Because you, you can relax pants a little bit. Pants off Sunday! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we're, we, we're quite relaxed here in the French head today. But, my dear. Yes. We know what Kendall's up to. She's jet-setting. Oh, she's having a ball of a time over in America. Absolutely. There was no um, resentment or jealousy in your voice there for you. <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> so, what have you been up to? I have just been doing the usual. Uh, working at Channel 31. Um, you know, filming yeah. stuff. Especially with Kendall before she went away. That's we did right. Collectible Chaos filming, mm. which was a lot of fun. And the video mm. will be coming out this week. Yay. And it is uh, top 10 favorite Michael Jackson and the Jacksons albums. Amazing. I'm probably butchering the title, but that's what it's <laughs> going to be about. <laughs> that's all right. And actually, Kendall had mentioned it. I don't know if it was on air or off air, but I was in the room. Yes. And I said to her, I go, oh, I'm going to guess what your favorite album is, what your number one album is. Mm. And I got it right. Oh, yes. So I'm not going to say anything. No. So, But it'll be great to for me still to watch. That countdown yes. to the number one There's album. There's a couple of albums in there that I own that I Ooh. absolutely love myself. Yeah. Um, and she mentions them in her top yeah. ten. So. so this one was a fun one editing for you. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was good. It was a good fun. It's a good fun one. Yeah, okay. So yeah. note to Kendall, fully wants a horror one next time. Because <laughs> we know how much you love those ones. Oh, totally. <laughs> Trust me, she's going to rethink this year's one. <laughs> for me. For Halloween, you mean? Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think actually, you know what? What she's going to do? Because I gave her, I gave her the suggestion. <laughs> so between Kendall and myself, you are in very safe hands, Julia. Oh, Julia. wonderful! If you're to... involved, anything can happen. <laughs> well, we'll see if Kendall takes up uh, my suggestion, or or we'll go rogue. Mm. <laughs> you know, she doesn't listen to me half the time anyway. So why start now? Yes. yes. Uh, so also on the same day, mm. um, we decided me and Christina decided to th- take 
Kendall out for a little going away dinner. Ooh, lovely. Yes. Uh, so we went to a place in North Melbourne and had pizza. Yum. Yum. And Kendall so, loves her pizza. Oh, yeah. She yeah, does. Absolutely. <laughs> well, don't we all really? Well, exactly. I mean, I have to order mine with some special alterations, but I love pizza too. Yes. Pizza is the best. Oh, absolutely. Um, I had uh, another piano lesson. Um, and then I started editing hey. Collectible Chaos. Yes. Um, I also got to see a certain movie that came out this week. I'm excited by this. Oh my goodness. You hey. will find out what it is in Quickie Review. Yay. <laughs> and uh, I also worked this weekend yeah, yeah. at Flemington. Always a good thing. So how yeah. was work? <sighs> <laughs> And moving on to the next yes. topic. Yes. <laughs> uh, look, it was um, it was all right. Like, like I, there was a, a function happening um, at at Flemington Racecourse that was for a charity. Um, I think it was for the Epworth Hospital. Okay, nice. Um, so it was a, a big big function that we had to you know keep an eye on. Um, we only had to look after two other levels in the building and that was about it. So for, for me and my partner, we had a pretty cruisy day. Yeah. Um, we were indoors, thankfully. Yes. How you going, Melbourne weather? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I was wearing thermal pants underneath my pants. Oh, I don't (laughs) That's how cold I was and I was indoors. Oh yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, apart from that, that, that's pretty much... My week, how have you been for the last two weeks? We yeah. haven't heard from you for the two weeks. Yeah, look, not too bad. Um, I've been keeping pretty creative, actually. Got some a nice wave of creative inspiration and energy flowing through me. So mm. that's exciting. Watch this space, Fred fans. Yes. Uh, but I guess, I don't know, the maybe prominent things... Uh, that have been sticking out was my tug of war with my home internet. <laughs> oh yeah, times. yes. I've always, you know what? I, I prefer no internet at all than a slow one because I'm so impatient. Yeah. And at least if you go no internet, you've got no internet. If you yeah. just accept it, that's it. There's nothing to expect. Uh, but I guess work has been pretty good. It's mm. we're in you know work in retail, so it's been sale mode at the moment. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I actually work in a clothes shop. I won't mention the name, uh, but yeah, just uh, this last few days, uh, for you know, a lot of people have been coming in because I work yeah. in the city, so busy time, busy time, and look, I check the fitting rooms as you do, yep. and as I went in to just do my normal rounds of checking the fitting rooms, make sure they're all clean and clear, yep. um, and safe for our customers, uh, one of the other boys is there, he's like, hey Wayne, I'm like, hey mate, how you going? And then he goes to grab a pair of pants off the rail. So we call it a recovery rail because that's where you recover the stock people yep. don't want and put it away. And he goes to pick it up and he goes, Wayne, why are these pants wet? And so I've just oh, no. had a look at them and I've just sort of gone around and, you know, I'm like, well, friend, I won't mention his name. I go, that's because somebody's pissed in them. Oh, what? And he's like, no. And then he sort of had a closer look. He's like, it smells like piss. I just oh. I just touched it and he ran. Oh, <laughs> and so we ran to our bathrooms and I'm looking at the at our rooms. I can't see a puddle anywhere. Um, our team leader comes with his face all screwed up. And I'm like, so blank has told you. And he's like, that's just disgusting. You have to understand, my team leader is very sassy and I love him dearly. <laughs> so you had to have been there to understand yep. how much I love this man. <laughs> wow. And we're like, yep. And we're like, that's disgusting. He's like, I'm not touching it. So I come with a, a plastic shopping bag, turn it inside out because I'm not touching it either. And I turn to the team leader. I said, well, come on, you get paid for this. He goes, no, no, I get paid to delegate. 
Now, look, I've been working in this business for a long time. Yeah. And this, this isn't the first urine incident I've had. Mm. Um, I'm not going to go too graphic, but just imagine anything that can come out of a male or female body. We've seen it. Oh. Everything. Oh. So, to be honest, out of everything... This was probably the most hygienic, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's probably yeah. so. But still, I didn't want to touch it. But so I used a plastic bag, found it, wrapped it up. Now, normally, because obviously we can't sell this thing, there's a process where you have to fill out paperwork yes. to disregard it so that our stock levels, because it'll go into theft. Yep, yep. I turned to my team leader and I said, can I just throw this in the bin? I don't want to touch the tag. He's like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, the people that yeah. do that sort of thing are just so disgusting. Like, oh, yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, you know, look, I'm going to give this person credit. They at least used some cloth that would absorb it. And um, we did have somebody who came in and it looked like there was a yellow waterfall down one of the walls. Yes. This is why you need to respect retail workers because oh by the time you come up to the register and they might look a little annoyed, agitated, frazzled or overwhelmed. They're dealing with stuff like this. There's so much stuff that happens, my beautiful folks, that you just do not see by the time you get to the register or by the time you go up to somebody and say, excuse me, can I have a hand? Or even by the time one of us approaches you and says, do you need a hand? That is terrible. Yes. Retail workers, God bless you all. I feel your pain. I am your pain. I'm a part of your pain. And I smile with you. (laughs) I understand your pain. (laughs) So, yeah, the work was interesting. Uh, also, you know, sale time. And I went on a website. It could have been works, but I'm not going to say that. Because <laughs> uh, I thought, oh, look, I need to stock up on socks and jocks. Yeah. They're great staples. They're, selling, they're on sale for a huge percentage off. So essentially, I was going to get them for half price. It's earfist. Why wouldn't oh, you? Oh, <laughs> it's amazing. You always need them. Stock, stock up on them, yeah? Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not going to shop, you know, during work. I don't want to be carrying bags home. I'll just go home and do it online. Yeah. You know, the offer is still on. So I go and do that. So I'm like, oh, there are multi-packs. They're really cute designs. For anyone who knows me, they know I like wearing bright, happy socks type things. Um, undies to match, but fully already knows that. <laughs> and <laughs> I, so I'm like just buying all these multitudes. So I'm buying like about, you know, 28, 30 units, yeah. essentially. Because I'm like, hey, stock up. Mm-hmm. So I go. I proceed to payment. My card rejects it. I was like, oh, bugger. Okay. That's okay. Wayne got a bit happy with his credit card this month. Fine. <laughs> he's my other card. Yeah. Know? He's a bank card. So he's a different card. And I go to pay and the page goes bad read on the page. Okay. So the card, you go, hang on, was that accepted? Wasn't it? I didn't get a confirmation. Mm. Mustn't have gone through. Okay. I try again. This time instead of my computer on my phone, same thing happens. Getting really frustrated. Right. So... I try a fourth time mm. and I'm like, screw it. I'm going to use PayPal because that goes to an external website to log in. Exactly. So, you know, if it's the actual shop website, not a big deal. Went through. I'm happy. I've got my little cute, funny socks. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it says an email is sent to you. So I go to check my emails. I'm like, cool. There it is. PayPal sends me an email. Your payment's gone through. Yeah. Underneath that email, there's two others. Your payment's gone through. Oh, Your order's no. gone through. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so. I had a feeling that was going to happen when you were telling that. Yeah. So I've, what, essentially spent 
somewhere between four to six hundred dollars on 120 pairs of socks and jocks. What? <laughs> How many socks and jocks do you need, Wayne? They were multi-packs for you. <laughs> and you don't understand. These socks are cute, yeah. They are so cute. I'm sure they are. I can't wait to show you. Okay. <laughs> so I- did you get all of those socks and jocks? They've arrived. <laughs> and so now I, I'm a little bit in denial because you know what? There's a part of me that says, keep them. You always need socks and jocks. But they're all the same designs. Most of them are. Yeah. I've got like three designs of everything. <laughs> and then the other part says, but there'll be so many other designs down the track. Exactly. <laughs> Return them yes. because they're all in their packaging and stuff. I would too. <laughs> so now I'm going to sort it out, but I'm looking at it and I go, I reckon I'm due for another parcel here. This doesn't look quite right. Don't charge me and not send me stuff. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, you know, me not wanting to shop in a shop, paid the price. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much you did. (laughs) Paid triple the price. Oh, yeah. And I can tell you now, my socks and jocks drawer ain't going to be empty for a while. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. So, yeah, that's kind of been me. (laughs) Me. Failing failing at online shopping (laughs) and suffering because of other people shopping. Okay. Oh, yes, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think we've divulged enough of our weeks. (laughs) Was that too much information? Like, I don't know. I don't really think it was. Yeah, no. You know, no. I mean, if I could stand up now, I mean, we're pantsless. You can see what I'm wearing now if you want to. Yeah, Yeah. But maybe not. Maybe not. In that regard, (laughs) how about we move on to the week of Nerdy News? Yeah. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most s. Mr. Black. Take it away. Mr. Black. Hello, filling in for the Kendall Richardson. I'm Mr. Black. With today's nerdy news. Australian film critic and historian Bill Collins has died at the age of 84. Nicknamed Mr. Movies, he was best known for presenting short but highly informative introductions before classic films played on television across the ABC and networks 9, 7 and 10 from the 1960s to the early 90s. On to the movies now. The King's Man, prequel to the Kingsman films, is in post-production and due for a February 2020 release. Barrett Royal, the screenwriter behind the coming-of-age film EZA, is working on a new script that will be set in the same high school and explore the same themes as the 2010 box office hit. The plot will follow a new class of students. Bloomhouse is reportedly preparing to begin filming Halloween 2 with an expected release date of October 16, 2020. Jamie Lee Curtis is expected to return alongside Judy Greer, who starred in the 2018 film that retconned the popular franchise. In other horror movie news, a new paranormal activity movie is in development at Paramount. There are seven titles in the film series which began in 2007, including an alternative Japanese sequel released in 2010. Gotham's Anthony Carrington will join Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter in Bill and Ted Face the Music as the film's villain. The character details have not been released yet. Kevin Feige has confirmed that he wants to include Keanu Reeves in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but wants to figure out the right way to do it. At the risk of editorialising, it is in the opinion of this reporter that Feige should not tarnish Mr. Reeves' impressive filmography with a role in the MCU, as has been the case for a multitude of A-list Hollywood actors. 
Feige has also confirmed that Avengers Endgame will be re-released featuring a few new things at the end of the movie because 183 minutes is not long enough and a $2.7 billion box office return is clearly a sign of underperformance. Mercifully, the film version will only be distributed in US cinemas. On a completely unrelated topic, the most incredible pop culture enthusiast in the world, the Kendall Richardson, is currently in the United States. Of course she is. On to television news now, police have arrested six children after the former Big Brother house near the Gold Coast's Dreamworld was engulfed with flames. Two nine-year-olds were released after assisting police with their inquiries, while four others aged between 11 and 15 have been charged with arson. The cast of Angel have come together for a 20th anniversary photo shoot for Entertainment Weekly, and yes, they all still look amazing. Rosamund Pike has been cast to lead Amazon's The Wheel of Time fantasy series, adapted from Robert Jordan's novels. In the world of comics, after 26 years, DC Entertainment has confirmed that its imprint Vertigo will be phased out as of January 2020 to be consolidated into their Black Label line for readers aged 17 and above. And we've just received some breaking news relating to the MCU, but since we've already exceeded our Marvel quota for today, we won't bother reporting it since no one really cares anyway. This nerdy news bulletin has been filed in accordance with the stipulations of the Kendall concession of November 2018. I'm Mr. Black, reporting for a podcast called Fred. Back to you, Fulia and Wayne. Mr. Black can be a bit savage, don't you reckon? Oh Fulia? my gosh! Just a bit mean. Kendall, get back soon! <laughs> Actually, no, I'm being a bit harsh on Mr. Black. I think he's balanced and fair. Oh, are you sure? I think so too. <laughs> I think so too. I hope he's on next week. Mm. Yeah. We love you, Kendall, but who knows? Maybe your job's in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Oh, someone's about to take your job, Kendall. <laughs> well, he does take his nerdy news very seriously. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Anything stick out to you in that one, Fulia? Um, a lot going on in the world of nerdy news. Hey, yeah. Covered all bases there, my friend. Uh, yeah. So, look, well, you know, we had uh, Bill Collins died. Had you ever grown up watching him no, on TV? No. Yeah. So, back in the day when there'd be like the Sunday night movies or Saturday night movies, it was a big event. Mm. And you'd actually have a presenter yeah. talking about the movie beforehand. Okay. And Bill Collins would also have um, an interval, like an intermission, mm. in the middle of the film and then talk about it still. Okay. Yeah. So, it's quite passionate on that one. Yeah. Um, there was also a mention of The Kingsman. So, that's a yes. prequel to The King. Kingsman films. Have you watched yes. this? Yes. So I've seen the the first two uh, Kingsman films, and yep. they star Taron Egerton. Okay. And uh, he's the lead in both of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, because this is now a prequel, um, they have a, a different cast. Although they still have some of the uh, cast members from the original. Okay. From the original two coming back as sort of like supporting actors. Uh, oh. Supporting characters. Alright, so what's the what's the actual franchise about? Because I've never seen a film. Um, so the Kingsman um, films is a it's like a secret service, okay. like spies, pretty much. Yeah, and they just sort of go around saving the world from you know people from villains that are about to destroy the world. Type oh thing. right, yes, this actually sounds familiar now. Like yes. I think I've seen trailers yes. so and stuff fir- for it as the well. The first one has um, Samuel L. Jackson as the villain. And, and he's going to like blow, blow up the whole you know world, and he's the only one that's going to survive. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Why not? Yeah. With uh, but he's going to do it in such a spectacular way that you know everybody on Earth sort of dies with their heads exploding. <laughs> and it, and the, and the way they did it in the film was their their heads explode, 
and it's just a puff of like this colorful smoke that comes out this doesn't and fireworks. S- but this doesn't sound like a <laughs> like a type of franchise that you would watch for you. Am I just wrong? It's actually a um, it's an action comedy. Okay, that's I would watch. Okay, yeah, and it's hilarious. Yeah, it does sound. It does like have, silly, but a good silly. It has it has gruesome moments because they show a lot of the, um, a lot of the the blood and gore from the action. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, but it's done in such a way that it's so heightened. Yeah. And is it's just impossible <laughs> to either happen or it could totally happen, but it's just. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And so you laugh about it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really good. Yeah. Well, a lot of horror movies are like that, though. Mm. You know, that they do. <laughs> I know you don't believe me on this, but <laughs> uh, there's so much creativity, I suppose, involved that you're either terrified or you laugh. And sometimes it's actually both. Like the joy <laughs> is in the gag, if I'd you I'd rather not be terrified. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we'll talk about that a bit more in Trailer Park because we. <laughs> yeah. Saw an interesting trailer to, yes. today, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah. Anything else maybe catch your eye there? Um, I'm... The one thing that actually <laughs> caught my eye was the Big Brother house going up in flames. Yeah. I've actually visited that Big Brother house, like, this is like at least like 10 years ago. Yeah, it's, like, been, it's been off here for a while. It's been, it's been a long time. And so um, I think about 10 years ago when I went up to the Gold Coast with my family. Right. Um, my sister and I decided to go... To Dreamworld, where where the actual Big Brother set is. Yes, and they actually allow people, like tourists, to go through the Big Brother house and and see yeah. um, what the house was like. Yeah, and then you can go behind the scenes where the cameras would be behind, like yeah. the the, the, the two way mirrors. Yeah. See, this is interesting though because the Big Brother house was recently shown on social media. Because it had been left quite derelict and like broken up and stuff like that, so so it hasn't been maintained. That has been maintained. So obviously they haven't had tourists for a while. Mm, they so must I, have closed it down. Yeah. So I wonder if these kids here are um, decided to burn it uh, allegedly because it has it was in so it was in yeah. doing the social media rounds of what uh, it looks like now. now. Yeah. So they're like, well, if no one's going to look after it, we yeah. might as well just burn it. Yeah. <laughs> what a lovely thought for what people were under what eight. 15 years old? Like, go play video games. Like, know, what, right? are, what are you doing, kids? Yeah, stay exactly. in school, people. This is why <laughs> you stay in school. Pretty much. Yeah. So now, are you excited about the sequel to Halloween as much as I am? I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> no. So lovely that Jamie Lee Curtis is coming back as Laurie Strode. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind the, uh, you know, the new Halloween. It retconned the whole franchise, actually. Oh, there's, really? Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, films in the in the Halloween franchise mm. and you've got about six different combinations that you can watch them because okay. they follow all these different timelines mm. so the last Halloween movie where um, Jamie Lee Curtis came back essentially said forget every single film ever made except for the original this is just now a follow-up oh wow yeah absolutely and there's an in joke ah. because in the first part two that was released back in the day it's revealed that Jamie Lee's character and the main villain, Michael Myers, are actually brother and sister. Uh-huh. So when they came back in 2010 to, to do to do this, uh, I said 2010, that is not correct. 2018. 2018, yes. When 2018, when they, you know, redid this one, there's actually a gag in there where she kind of dismisses the idea that they were related. She's like, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah. So I'm glad you're excited about it as much as I am. Uh-huh. Yeah. Paranormal activity is actually really creepy. I think it's even creepier than Halloween at times. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that's like, you know, video surveillance footage and things go bump in the night. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of movies in that one. Do you Maybe. want me to show you a few scenes? Moving on. Okay, sure. No, no. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu Reeves making the news. Oh my goodness. Keanu Reeves is the internet's boyfriend right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves him. How could you not? Oh my goodness. And he is great in Toy Story 4. He is. Oh, we're going to find out about that a bit later, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. How could you not love Keanu Reeves? There was a thing though that was on that uh, Have You Been Paying Attention mentioned. This week. Had you seen that fully? I think so. That Keanu never touches his fans. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I did and see that, yes. There's a part of me that goes, oh, that's a bit disappointing. But you're Keanu Reeves. <laughs> do whatever you <laughs> yeah, want. Do yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're not public property. Well, exactly. Yeah. And he's and he's being respectable, uh, respectful of, well, his, of his fans. That is true. Well, I so. think his fans would want him to touch it. <laughs> Let's be honest. True, but would then he's en- also being you know respectful to himself. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu, if I ever meet you, you never have to respect me, my friend. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. 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 But that's, uh, no, it's, uh, yeah. look, Bill and Ted, first movie was really good. So it'll be interesting to see him reprise the role that made mm. him a household name. Uh, I'm curious because I've only ever seen the first one yes. once, like years ago. Yeah. I don't, there's a second one, isn't there? There is. I'm not I a big. I haven't f- actually seen the second I'm one. I'm not a big fan of the second one. So yeah. that's called Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah. Not that cool. Okay. Uh, but Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the original, it's a, it's fun. It's like yeah. innocent, very simple. Like it's simple fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great popcorn entertainment. So it's going to be interesting how they're going to go about doing it in their adult selves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This time around. Yeah. So that'd be funny. Yeah, it would be. It would be funny also because Keanu Reeves puts on that very like sofa himbo yeah. type thing, and oh, he, Dude. yeah, he hasn't had to do that really because he's taken well, he's yeah. taken seriously as an actor. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see him do I'm, that again. I'm sure he'll have a lot of fun with it. Oh, it'd be a lot yeah. of fun. As well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, Speaking of Keanu Reeves, apparently he is in talks with becoming a Marvel character soon. We hope not. Oh, it'll be interesting if he is. Oh, like MCU, (laughs) you took Jake Gyllenhaal. (laughs) Like, you took my beloved Michelle. (laughs) Look. How much more are you taking from me? Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, and what is this about, like, Avengers Endgame needing to be another 12 hours long? <laughs> like... Well, they want to, They really want to beat Avatar. Like, don't you think that's just... In the box office. But how horrible... So, like, so what's really... the, what is the best way of beating so... Avatar in the box office than to re-release it with extra stuff? Look, let me put it this way. <laughs> First of all, they don't need to be doing that because... <laughs> it's Ken... so close! Hang on. Kendall's gone enough times. <laughs> She'll go again. They're being disrespectful to Kendall, and I can't stand for that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Secondly, if they're chasing a box office record, it shows that they're just overstuffing a film that's already overlong, <laughs> and that it's all about quantity and not quality. Hold on. Have you actually seen it yet? Oh, yeah. There's like 22 of those films, yeah? They just deteriorate as they go no, on. No, 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 Like, my goodness. No, honestly. no, 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 no. Do you know why people cry during those movies? Because they're like, oh, I can't believe I've wasted my life. <laughs> That's why they, that, yeah, you know. I feel like we've talked about this franchise enough. 
Don't you think? <laughs> no, I think we could go on. Oh, I'm happy to go on if you like. I'm just, as long as there's no negatives. <laughs> there will never be negatives. Oh, sure. I'm taking a leaf out of Mr. Black's book and being fair and balanced. <laughs> oh, Kendall. <laughs> you're not here. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, look, Mr. Black said it best. So 2.7 billion isn't enough. <laughs> Clearly not. They're so close. They're like... Not not even 50 million out from beating the record. Oh, well, then look, between you and Kendall, I'm sure... That, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure they'll, they'll we've pass Because we've got 50 million just lying in our pockets. Trust me. For the MCU, Kendall Richardson has 50 million lying <laughs> in her pockets somewhere. Probably. Yes. Don't believe her reason for going to the States. She wants to see this version of the MCU. She's going to put forward the release date. <laughs> She's going to have talks with Kevin Feige. <laughs> She will demand it now. <laughs> yeah. And I think the extra footage is Kendall featuring in a cameo appearance, personally. That and she will absolutely die I for. I think it is Feige's thank you. He's saying, Kendall, no one else wanted to see this piece of shit, but you came 20,000 <laughs> times. Let's put you in, in an end scene cameo appearance. Oh, my goodness. And she will happily go. Oh, she absolutely <laughs> Absolutely well, and I think Kendall's excited about Angel oh, reuniting yes. for a photo yes, shoot too. Definitely. Um, yes, definitely. I never a... actually seen Angel myself. No, like I've seen the character when he was in Buffy. Yes, but yes. not seen the series. But look, no. what a good-looking cast then oh, and yeah. now. Crazy, hundred yeah, percent. It's a bit disgusting. You're so beautiful, but hey, <laughs> I'll accept it. I love David Boreanaz. He's yeah. so good. Um, I've never heard of the Wheel of Time mm. and Vertigo. What is Vertigo? Vertigo is essentially like the adult version of DC. So DC have all these subsidiary lines uh, and Vertigo is for more mature audiences. Right, right. Okay. So for example, they do the uh, comic book adaptations of iZombie. Mm. So DC do that, but they'll release it under the Vertigo title. Okay. So, you know, kids don't go for Vertigo. Adults do. That okay. makes sense. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Oh. Well, I th- uh, unless there's something else you wanted to, to oh, talk I, about. I think we've said enough. Uh, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we can go <laughs> straight into... The Trailer Park. Yeehaw! Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Okay. The trailers. Time for the trailers. Yeah. Which one do you want to start with? I think we'll, we'll go in order. In order? Uh, yeah, all because right. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll save the best for last. So we'll start for the one that actually didn't impress me too much. But how <laughs> did you feel about the Trolls World Tour? I actually had a good giggle out of that. You absolutely <laughs> did. There were so many things in that trailer that just made me think, wait, what? Mm. And then I'm like, oh, that's cute. And then, okay, that's a little bit weird. And it was just mm. sort of like a, a mishmash of whatever was going on. Uh, okay, so if you haven't seen the trailer, it's literally the trolls have... I, it's it's a musical film, yeah. obviously. Yeah, musically themed. They the main characters from the first film are back, mm-hmm. and now they find out that there's more to just those trolls. There are other trolls in the world. Yes, that are that have their own specific genre of music yeah. that they live in. Mm-hmm. So there's pop, which yeah. is the world they live in. Yes, there's um, country. Which is the world I live in. <laughs> Techno, which is the world I live in. <laughs> it 
was classical. <laughs> There's classical. There was a little Mozart troll. It was cute. Yeah. <laughs> there was uh, Funk Town, which I'm assuming is like your hip hop and R&B. It was a guy with glitter. Oh, my God. The glitter God. dude was hip hop, hey? Yeah, he was. And he made another glitter troll and yeah, that gl- thing had a deep voice. He had a glitter baby. <laughs> yeah, he a Glitter did. troll baby. <laughs> He'll throw glitter in your face. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one is the rock genre. Mm. And apparently one of the rock trolls wants to steal this, you know, the strings from each, uh, from each genres of trolls so that she has the best guitar and just play all the music herself. Yep. So. It sounds and looks like a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I could get the cuteness of it. Yeah. I hated the aesthetic of this trailer. Like the film, I just hate the animation style. Like, I, I get that kids would love it. They definitely will. And the young and heart would love it. Yeah. <laughs> and you definitely did. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Look, I enjoyed it to a point. Yeah, I, did, I didn't like the animation style. It actually, like, threw me. There okay. were bits that had me laughing, like chuckling and stuff like that. Yeah. It was like, it's a curiosity piece. Yeah. I haven't seen the first Trolls movie or any connected media mm. with them. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I'm not going to rush out to see this one. I, yeah, I did, something about the animation style. Mm. It looks like a stop start animation almost. Just, it looked, I don't know, just, I, I know it's not done that way, mm. but it looks like the old school ones. And okay. I go, and I love that type of animation style, but I like it in its retro sort of yeah, phase. Yeah. And I like it for Wallace and Gromit, and that's about right. it. Right. Okay. But I just, yeah, I no, did not like the aesthetic of this at all. Hated it. Yeah. Yeah. It looked, look, to be honest, um, as an animation fan myself, mm. I didn't mind it too much. Mm. Um, I think the story is probably the one thing that I'm struggling with a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I may need another trailer to understand what's going on, mm. um, but it's definitely aimed for the kids. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And I think it, it will appeal to, again, the bright colours in it. Oh, look, yeah. You know, in that regard, it, it's quite visually nice yes you know in terms of uh, the character designs are nice yeah uh you know the the colors are nice Mm. there's a lot of movement and and some touches of humor which is great but i just didn't i'm gonna i'm gonna hope i'm gonna put it out there and hope that the music is good Mm. which i'm assuming it is because it's anna kendrick and tim and justin timberlake i mean come on yeah and it's a music centric story exactly exactly so there's gonna be a lot of songs in this film yeah um as there were in the first one right so did you like the first one i have not seen it obviously probably not my favorites and is the animation style the same it is it is it's pretty much the same thing yeah um with a different sort of story to it yeah um but I, I didn't mind the first one. I, I liked the songs. Yeah. The songs were good. Um, but I think that's probably the only thing I really enjoyed out of it. Yeah. I, I might end up seeing the, the second one. Yeah. And just see what the, what it's all about. You're just going to bootleg it? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> the answer is no, Wayne. We don't bootleg anything here. Exactly. <laughs> but surely you're not going to be paying like 20 bucks to see it in the cinemas, are you? Oh, no. I'd pro- I'll probably wait till it like comes out on like a streaming service or something yeah absolutely yeah i'm in no rush to see it myself either don't give your money to this <laughs> i'm putting i mean dreamworks there. has done some good stuff dreamworks like, has done great stuff exactly this isn't one of them well, i can already mm, tell you now yeah. <laughs> i'm just hoping the songs are good and look and if it makes more than 17 dollars 50 at the box office i'm gonna be pissed off really <laughs> one person <laughs> it's not even a kid <laughs> it'll, it'll be you yeah. <laughs> 
probably. <laughs> I can envision you and Kendall at the cinema now. She goes to the left to watch Avengers Endgame for the twelfth time, and you're like, "Seeing my trolls." <laughs> Kendall's like, "I've had enough of trolls. I have to work with one." I'm yeah, seeing my Avengers. <laughs> so when is this film coming out? So this piece of shit comes out on the seventeenth of April. 2020. All right. Yep. So are you ready for the next trailer, Fulia? Or not? Oh, hello. <laughs> Wordplay. Ready or not, we have a beautiful young lady who essentially has to pass a test to marry into a family. Mm. Now, it's always awkward meeting the in-laws yes. and future in-laws because, you know, that saying, you just don't marry a man. Yeah, marry his family. Family, exactly. Yeah, and our protagonist here has to survive a game of hide and seek. That is the weirdest thing <laughs> and ever. And if she survives the crossbows, the guns, the blunt instruments. Yeah, it's not your regular hide and seek where you go hide <laughs> and someone comes and finds you. Yeah. It's literally you have to survive for your life. Yeah. <laughs> I love the aesthetic of this film. I love the trailer. I love the way it's shot. I love the colors used. The palette is gorgeous. I love the gags that are that are there. Both the the, the death horror gags and the the literal comedy gags. They work hand in hand. So we've got tension and release. Yeah. Um, it's it seems like a beautifully executed <laughs> um, horror movie. You get you know from the trailer what sort of film you're watching. Mm. I'm not sure how much of horror comedy it will be, yeah. or if it's just a, it's horror with a lot of comedy thrown in it to yeah. lighten things up. Like it doesn't take itself overly seriously, mm. perhaps, but it looks like there's some great um, thrills in that. Okay. Fulia, you chuckled. Was that out of nerves or genuine laughter? Probably nerves. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, ah, can I give you credit though? You, you watched it. I did watch you, it. You look, didn't look away. I was actually a little bit interested in seeing what this was about, to be yeah. honest. Because I'm, as I was watching it, I'm like, this family is so sadistic. <laughs> like, why yeah. would you do this to, you know, outsiders? Yeah. Oh my goodness. And they end up killing their maid. They end up <laughs> killing, I'm, I don't know if it was another family member. <laughs> But they don't, they're not too faced, really, no. are they? They're not too fast. And, and you know what? And it happens accidentally. <laughs> I put in inverted commas, um, quotations. There is a hilarious member of the family who's struggling to use the crossbow. <laughs> and then shoots someone right in the mouth. <laughs> but he's YouTubing how to shoot Yeah, that, that's actually quite funny. It's like, how to use a crossbow. Tutorial. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think this movie is going to be a lot of fun. I think whether it kind of plays it straight or whether mm. it goes out all laughs because it's so absurd. Yeah, have fun with it. And a lot of horror movies do have those elements. Yeah, some more than others. This one looks like it pushes it a bit. I, I feel like this may not be too much of a horror. Yeah, probably more comedy with some with some kills, creative kills. Yeah, probably horror themes. Yeah, yes. I mean definitely. There's yeah. blood. There's some gore yeah. in there. So it'll um, keep horror fans happy. Yeah. But yeah, it might even it, be you, more on the comedy side. I, I feel like this is probably something I may watch. You heard it here first on a podcast <laughs> called Fred that 
Fulia will it's be attending. Fulia will be attending a screening of this. <laughs> I said with May. Kendall on her Maybe. left and Wayne on it's her a right. It's 50 right now. <laughs> you heard it exclusively, 100% guaranteed. <laughs> Fulia will be attending at a cinema near you. <laughs> and then, lo and behold, I'm actually at a cinema watching it <laughs> with Wayne on my right and Kendall on my left, and I'll be holding on for dear life. <laughs> So when is Ready or Not coming out? So Ready or Not is in cinemas on the 23rd of August, 2019. So a couple of months away. Yeah, we'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> well, 50-50. We'll see. Now talking about scary stories, the phenomena that is Stranger Things. Third season trailer had a more mm. extensive full trailer showing a lot more came out. Fully, as somebody who doesn't watch the show, did it make any sense to you whatsoever? None whatsoever. That is not surprising because <laughs> it's a very like complex, interwoven storyline. I can imagine, line. yeah. Um, and even I myself, who have seen seasons one and two, have to go, okay, I have to now remember what had happened last season mm. and how does this all work. Look, we get to see a lot more of what is going to go down. So when Eleven had, you know, closed the gate from the upside down at the end of season two, yeah, uh, we thought everyone's safe. You know, obviously there's that little teaser at the end of season two that says, hold on. Mm. And it looks like that, you know, the, the creature is in our world yeah. and there is a battle going on, an epic battle that looks kind of amazing. I yeah. don't know if you kind of were impressed by the way that bit was cut in the trailer, but uh, yeah, one thing, and it's been mentioned plenty of times before, even on this podcast, is as opposed to the first two seasons that were set during the school time, this is during, set during the summer holidays. Okay. So it looks like that instead of the school being the main battlefield, so to speak, yeah. uh, we've got the theme park mm-hmm. and we've got the shopping mall. Okay. So we've got some you know great new locations to play around with. Mm. Kids are looking a bit older, still adorable kids. They are growing up, so I think whilst then the tension and stakes are lessened because you know the more innocent your your heroes are, the more mm. there's at stake. But look, they're a bit older, they're a bit wiser, so they might actually be even a bit more involved as well. Yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, Fulia, will you be joining the ranks of Stranger Things fans? <laughs> <laughs> um. Probably not. I'm. I just. I don't think I've. Um, I haven't really intrigued. I haven't really gotten myself intrigued. Mm. Um, that's probably the wrong phrasing. Yeah, it doesn't intrigue you. It doesn't intrigue me. Yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, although watching that trailer, it did look um, quite cool. Yeah. Um, especially with. I'm assuming there's there's a lot of you know visual effects that would have been would have gone into this. And, yeah. Um, and as, special effects as well. Yeah, as it yeah. goes on as well, because now we know what the creature looks like. Mm. We, you know, we, we get all of these different things, and you can't really hide that now. Mm. It has to be front and centre. I mean, the, the original appeal, at least for me, I think for a lot of people too, so Stranger Things was set in the 80s. Okay. So, you know, there's a lot of cool retro stuff, and because retro is so popular yeah. and a lot of the best films came out of the 80s, there's a lot of throwbacks and references yeah. to them. And also then technology is limited. Mm, uh, you exactly. know, the, the advancement of technology makes stories like these really difficult to make yeah. because you go, oh, just use your mobile and search this on. You know, in the 80s, that wasn't a thing. So... That was the appeal in terms of the narrative. Yeah. They've hooked onto that and they've like kept going really strong with it, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see this. I try not to binge Stranger Things too much because yeah. <laughs> I want to keep it and draw it out <laughs> as long as I can. Yeah. Uh, but we'll be able to binge it on the 4th of July. Awesome. 2019. On Netflix. On Netflix. 
Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> but please do. Yeah. Because clearly you need our help. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Trailer Park. Yeah. And Rolling on out. And you went to the movies. I did. Time for a quickie review. Hey. Quickie review. Yes, I went to the cinema and I got to see the new Disney Pixar Toy Story 4. Yay. (laughs) Look, putting it out there, Toy Story is my all-time favorite animated franchise. Really? Yes, so I'm looking forward to watching this. I'll be watching this this week. Oh my goodness. So without any spoilers for you, tell us about Toy Story 4. Oh my goodness. It's... It opens really interestingly. It sort of goes with a little sort of a montage on Andy growing up. Mm. So it sort of touches on, you know, Toy Story 1, 2, and 3. Of course, because he gave the toys away at the end of part 3. Exactly. And uh, so he gives his toys to a little girl named Bonnie (laughs) at the end of number 3. That's right. And this is shown at the beginning of the film. Yeah. Um. Then it sort of goes into it. It's pretty much about Bonnie feeling a little bit, you know, left out, lonely, the fact that she has to go to kindergarten now. Yeah. And um, Woody is is the, the, the one character, the one toy that just Bonnie is slowly not playing with anymore. So he's trying to find a way... To be the top toy again. Oh, poor Woody. Yes. You went through this when Buzz was introduced in the first <laughs> one. Oh. Yes. So it's essentially about Woody finding his way of becoming... The toy. The toy. Maybe not so much Bonnie's toy. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they go on a road trip. Um you know, there's a new toy that's been introduced. <laughs> His name's Forky. Yes. And Bonnie makes him, I think. She yes. She does. I got she that impression. She makes him uh, at kindergarten yeah. on her orientation day. <laughs> um, because why not? Why not indeed? <laughs> she is a very creative little girl. Mm. And Forky, uh, you've, you know, it's seen in the trailers. He's adamant. He is not a toy. <laughs> he is trash. <laughs> yeah. I am not a toy. I am made for soups and salads. (laughs) Gorgeous. Yes. Um, But then as the story goes on, you know, he, Forky realizes why Bonnie made him. Oh, beautiful. So there's a beautiful message in it as always. There is. And then there's a couple of extra, more sinister characters in here. But then you sort of figure out why they've, like that Ooh, okay. towards the end. No spoilers for yeah. you. <laughs> so uh, it was a great fun film to watch. Yes, I loved it. What would you give it out of five? I would totally give it a four out, four and a half out of five. Wow. Really good. Oh, cool. I, there was a lot of good laughs. So many good in jokes from the previous films. Yes. So much fun. So do you have a favorite toy in the Toy Story oh, franchise? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I really... I really love Buzz. Yeah. Because of how 
He's you know, so straightforward he can be. <laughs> and, you know, the fact that he's 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 an astronaut. He needs to you know, <laughs> save the world with yeah. his laser and, you know, flying around. And yeah. So, and he's very literal. Yes. As well, yes. which is what I love. <laughs> I love. I love Woody, actually. I love the way they animate because he's so animated. He's expressions are always so exaggerated he's, a lot, he's very happy yes and also because he's a plush toy yeah. I know he's got the plastic face but he's a plush toy you know he moves and bends a lot more exactly. than others yeah. he's very flexible and of course Tom Hanks' performance just does oh my goodness wonders. he is amazing <laughs> yeah so I, I Woody I absolutely love I have to say that if I'm even thinking about the other film you know if I go a bit more into specific films Barbie and Ken in part three are amazing <laughs> and uh, Chuckles the Clown in part three. Yeah. Small character. But when I first saw him, I wet myself with <laughs> laughter and I even have a Chuckles the Clown little figurine. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Actually, a friend of mine uh, found him. A friend of mine is a toy collector. Yeah. And it was amazing. And we saw the film together and he came across it in, in a shop and actually bought it for me. Aww. And he said, look, Wayne, it, it's rare. It was never released in Australia. Wow. Yeah. It's oh, like, so you've got an exclusive. Yeah. And I forget. And I think it's made in Germany. And yep. I think it was only sold like in the US or something. So I don't know how this person got it because he didn't spend a lot on it. Mm. But yeah, no, my friend Pete just, you know, is, is like, does all of his research yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a few extra new toys that you get introduced to in here, mm. which you've seen in the trailers. Yeah. And they are amazing. Yeah. They're so funny. That's what's um, so good about this franchise yeah. is because it is about toys. You can introduce, you can introduce and phase so in, many. phase yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Keanu Reeves, <coughs> Keanu Reeves is um, Duke Kaboom. Okay. He, oh my goodness. And what toy is Duke? What does he look Duke like? Duke Kaboom is a Canadian stuntman. <laughs> He's an action figure yeah. on a motorcycle, pretty much. Gorgeous. And it is so good. Then you find out his little backstory, like, mm. in the film. Um, and, yeah, it's just, it's so good. All makes sense. Yeah, pretty much. I love it. <laughs> and then you've got a couple of plush toys that Buzz, you know, um sort of finds himself with yeah um or bumps into or hangs around <laughs> with um yeah. at a carnival right and so those two characters end up becoming part of the of part course. of the gang as yeah. well and it's and it's um key and peel mm-hmm. they it's um keegan michael key yep. who plays the duck chick character that Gorgeous. little fluffy thing and then the bunny character is um my goodness, I've forgotten his name already. I'm sorry, Kendall, you know this. And you're <laughs> probably yelling at your stereo or your phone right now. <laughs> I am going to quickly just look up the bloody names. Ah! So, um, so Keegan-Michael Key plays Ducky. Yeah. And Jordan Peele. Right. Jordan Peele, he plays Bunny. Lovely. Yes. And yeah, like I said, it's a lot of fun. And uh, we get, you know, we got Bo Peep is still yes. alive. Yes, came back. She's still around. Yeah. And she's loving life without <laughs> a kid. Uh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. That's cool. It's, it's, it's a really awesome film. I can't wait to watch it. Oh my God, you're going to have a lot of fun. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Sweet. Well, does that mean it's time? Oh my gosh. Is it the time? It is the time. What time is it, Mr. Popcorn of culture time! (laughs) Probably the worst popcorn culture voice I've ever had. Perfectly fine. None of us went deaf. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're lucky Philip's not here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we could hear him all the way from Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, what, what did we ask? So, this week we asked you, the fans, what is your most quoted line from a movie or TV series? Ooh. So, what is your gut reaction, Wayne? Well, I'm going to have to obviously go The Simpsons. Yeah. And I could be here all night mm-hmm. telling you the quotes. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want you to contemplate this. If it was said in The Simpsons, I have quoted it at some stage. <laughs> some more than others, obviously. Um and obviously none of them are coming to mind at the moment. <laughs> but like, you know, I mean, it's such a gorgeous, quotable Oh, it is. Show. It definitely is. Yeah. I know that uh, one of my favorite lines from Homer, it's difficult to, to weave this into a conversation. Yeah. But I do try. <laughs> I do try. And usually only my sister will get it. Okay. <laughs> and a lot of my most quoted lines are only to my sister or my brother because... We're all nuts. And we at least get our in-jokes and references. But for those who remember the episode when uh, Marge becomes a cop and there's Homer discovers a counterfeit jean racket in his car hole (laughs) slash garage. Uh, You know, Herman takes him and Homer has the wonderful line of, it's too late for me, Marge. Sell the jeans and live like a queen. (laughs) And it's just hilarious. How do you weave that into a conversation? I told you it's difficult. <laughs> it is difficult. Um, one line that I do say a lot, and again, it's mostly to my sister Vanessa, because it's from Greece too. Okay. And not many people have seen it. Christina, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a fire drill. like There's like this sort of emergency drill in Greece yep. too. And fully, have you seen the original Greece? I have. Yeah. So you know the, the principal and her secretary, Blanche? Yes. Yeah. Blanche is a little simple, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this kind of like this, you know, drill going on. Yeah. And, you know, Miss McGee's like, all right, you know, don't panic, don't panic. And Blanche takes the microphone and she's like, boys to one side, girls to the other, run, run, run! <laughs> and Miss McGee is like, Blanche, please do not panic. So, <laughs> whenever I'm organizing anything or there's a lot of things that I need to do, whether I'm conveying this in text or face to face, I will add that in. <laughs> so to give you an idea, and I'm just going to, you know, make something up. Yeah. Like, say, Fulia, I was saying it to you. I'd be like, okay, Fulia, we've got to meet up for dinner. It has to be at six o'clock because we've got to do a recording at like 7.30. And then it, it has to be released on the Monday. And I'll make sure to do the, the website. But can you make sure to share everything on the socials? Boys to one side, girls to the other. Run, run, run. <laughs> To emphasize the urgency of what we need to... (laughs) You're in panic mode. Oh my gosh. And my sister, God bless her, will always say to me, Wayne, please do not panic. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a thing we have. um, And also uh, A League of Their Own is a gorgeous film. Yes. And it's got so many great lines in it. Yeah. However, (laughs) my favorite line from the movie... Because you can actually incorporate this into into real life, right? So it is one of my most quoted lines. However, it only works if you have somebody and you're saying it's somebody who has seen the film and knows the response. (laughs) So whenever I walk, not whenever, I don't do this every time, but occasionally Mm. I'll walk into a room and if my brother or sister are in the room, I will go in with a huge smile and say, has anyone seen my new red hat? Right? (laughs) Because in the film, the two main women who are sisters have this epic fight. 
And one of the other ladies who plays baseball with them walks in and is looking for her hat. She goes, has anyone seen my new red hat? And Gina Davis is really annoyed. She goes, oh, piss on your hat. <laughs> <laughs> and the real the woman who is missing her hat is really prom and, prim and proper. She goes, well, that was uncalled for. <laughs> And then we cut to the next scene and we see Madonna, who's in, who's in the movie as well, oh, wow. wearing the hat. And they're all out in the bar. <laughs> you have to see the scene. You have to see the movie. It's hilarious. But yeah, I will walk into a room and say, has anyone seen my new red hat? And without <laughs> fail, I get the response I need. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. So my quotes are never significant, <laughs> but they're always a lot of fun and are limited to an audience of two. I know. <laughs> Because they're the only ones I think, I think that's the downside of that. <laughs> it is true. Yeah, but I find myself quoting The Simpsons all the time. Yes. And and other movies too, but Simpsons predominantly. And then I have to say to myself, okay, wait, not everybody knows what you're talking yeah. about. You know, because for me, that just comes so natural. I have scenes play in my head or you can link it to things because, you know, it references pop culture a lot. Yes, and you does. include it in your own life. Um, that's why it's the greatest series ever. Well, you're not the only one that does that. My my best friend Alex Game is the biggest Simpsons fan. Yes. And whenever I'm with her, just at random moments, she'll just quote <laughs> Simpsons. And I'll be like, what the hell is that from? And then she'll turn around and be like, the Simpsons. I'm like, of course. I know that um, <laughs> I've been in conversations with Philip, our beautiful co-host, and... I'll sometimes say something and I'll have that realization go away. Not everybody knows what you're talking about. And I will just say, sorry, that was an obscure Simpsons quote. And he turned to me once and he goes, oh, Wayne, whenever I don't know what you're saying, I always assume you're quoting the Simpsons. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the way to go. That's the way to go. I've sort of realized I'm like, if I hear a quote from Alex, (laughs) generally it's going to be the Simpsons. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Fulia, yes. what are your most quoted lines? Okay. I've got a, a few different ones. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are very short and to the point. Right. Um, a few of them are Jim Carrey films. Uh-huh. I absolutely love that man. <laughs> so, the first one is from uh, Bruce Almighty. Yes. What a great film. Oh, my goodness. It's such a good film. And there's a quote in there, and it's it's very just plain and simple. Mm-hmm. B-E-A-U-T-H-O-L, which is what he says. Yeah. And I will use that like sometimes. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is B-E-A-U-T-H-O-L. And then another one is from Liar Liar. Yep. (laughs) And I don't quote this the way that he quotes it in the film. I use it in a different context. Yeah. But... um, the scene where after his his son wished that he couldn't lie anymore. Right. He's in the office. He's going to the office. He's going up the elevator. <laughs> and, you know, he he he, uh, he farts. I knew you as soon as you said liar, liar. I'm like, I bet you it's the, it was me lying. Yes. I'm like, because you were, you were prefacing it so much to say, I'm a lady. Yeah. <laughs> But sorry, go on, keep And then he comes out of the elevator after everybody's smelling the bad smell, turns around and says, it was me. (laughs) But I don't say it in that context. I I say it whenever someone says something else. Yes. Like, for instance, you know, who who, who put this cup here? Yes. And then I'll be like, it was me. (laughs) (laughs) 
just something simple and random like that. Um, and another funny. and another Ace Ventura one would just I just sort of it just rolls off the tongue and says, "Oh, righty then." Oh, absolutely. Who doesn't quote that? Though? Oh my goodness. I think I even quote that one. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just like a, a general like when I'm ready to get some get into something, I'm just like, "Oh, righty then," and then I get right into it. Yes. <laughs> Um, a few others, uh, really random. I quote a Star Wars quote sometimes, and it's, um, they're not the droids I'm looking for, <laughs> Yes. but instead of saying droids, I, you know, it could be like an object or a person. Yes. So that, you know, that's not the cup I'm looking for, yeah. or that's not the biscuit I'm looking for. <laughs> and do you wave your hand across the person's <laughs> face as well? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not the cup I'm looking for. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, and uh, going into uh, TV, um, I didn't notice this until today. Ooh. <laughs> I quote Brooklyn Nine-Nine a little bit. Okay. And it's not my all-time favorite, you know, comedy series, but it's the one that has stuck in my mind because the quote because they're so quotable. Yeah. Um, especially today while I was editing Collective for Chaos. Yes. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm doing a few things here there and then I'm you know I'm slicing things together and then it, when it sits right I'm like cool 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 cool. Just I don't know. I just I just do it. It just comes and naturally. It just comes out naturally. That's hilarious. And I'm like, "Oh wow, I just realized I actually say that." <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm one of those people. Now. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and sometimes you know when someone says something, I'll be like noise, and okay. then I might follow it up with smart. That's <laughs> what they say. Yes. Well. Philip says smart a lot. <laughs> he does say that a lot. <laughs> so they 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 they're my they're my picks. That's great. They're my quotes. That's hilarious. That's funny as. So what did our lovely audience members say? Yes. So uh, let's get into your responses. Yeah. Our first response comes from Instagram, and it's from the lovely Jeffrey Bryant Jones. Hey, Jeff. And he says, you talking to me? <laughs> Taxi driver. Taxi driver. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen that film, but I know the quote. Yes, and that one was uh, improvised. It was. As well, wow. yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe that one was int- improvised by the brilliant, brilliant, brilliant Robert De Niro. That is so cool. Uh, absolutely. That That's a really good one. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. And Stephen Guystone. Hey, Steve. Stephen. You had quite a few, my friend. Yes. And it was lovely, lovely <laughs> to read these. Of course, the all-time classic, Nobody Puts Baby in the Corner, from Dirty Dancing. Hey. Absolutely. Who doesn't want Patrick Swayze coming up to you in the that black get-up? <laughs> As you sit in the corner with your family that just oppresses you throughout yeah. the summer. <laughs> And says that and picks you up on the dance floor. And he didn't keep her in the corner for you. He didn't keep her in there. It's a <laughs> romantic line. And um, I've seen Dodie dancing the, the musical, which really isn't a musical, but anyway, on yep. stage. And, of course, when that line gets delivered, everyone just erupts yes. and cheers. Yeah, it's <laughs> a gorgeous, iconic line. Yes. Absolutely. So that's a, that's a great line. Stephen also said, he's more machine now than man. Twisted and evil. Probably one of the more, one of the most iconic lines from the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. That one's from Empire Strikes Back. Talking about the man at the center of it all, Darth yep. Vader. Absolutely. And I guess this is a great one if you're ever giving directions to anyone <laughs> from the opening scenes of Superman 2. North, Mr. Schmucker. Due north. <laughs> 
And that's also a great line because Lex Luthor says that and he will point in a direction and says, Due north. And then Mr. Smarco will correct him and say, Lex, north. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. And from Archer, uh, phrasing. (laughs) I've only seen one or two Archer episodes and I have to say, it's an animation style I like and um, (laughs) he's so stupid. (laughs) It's an adult swim, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, I believe so, yeah. It's 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 really entertaining, I have to say. (laughs) I I surprise myself that I haven't, after getting a sample of it on TV, Mm. that I haven't pursued it. Uh, I'm sure it's on the to-watch list. (laughs) It's a great great show, actually. And, Fulia, do you want to read Stephen's (laughs) last response? Oh, Steve's last response is from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I actually saw this quote when I was trying to find, figure out my ones. And I'm like, how would you use that in a, well, then then again, if you've got the dirtiest of minds, you could totally use it. Yes. Which we we all know you do. (laughs) Title of your sex tape. (laughs) I've tried once. Yes. I don't think anyone heard though. (laughs) Oh, I thought you mean you tried making a sex tape. No, no, no. (laughs) Okay. I tried weaving that. Okay. That quote into a conversation where someone said something that sounded very dirty. Yes. And then I said, title of your sex tape, either they didn't get it yeah. or they just didn't hear me. All right, Fulia, <laughs> your challenge for next week's podcast is to weave that into conversation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's if I'm on. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> KJ Vogue on Twitter said, really? Bye. Chandler Muriel B. <laughs> <laughs> Who we still don't know what he does for a living on oh, Friends. Oh, yes. He's <laughs> <laughs> a trans monster. <laughs> That's not even a word. <laughs> when they find out that his middle name is Muriel, your parents didn't give you a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Friends. This is so good. There's oh. so many quotable lines. Yeah, it's a great series. I'm rewatching series. it actually. Yeah, yeah. I already did a rewatch. Yeah, <laughs> so good. A lot of fun. And our next response comes from our one and only Michael Lister. Mikey, hello, my friend. And his quote is, "That loo pig, that loo <laughs> from Babe." Absolutely. <laughs> Be careful who you say that one to, Mike. Yes. yes. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> You've got women in the house. Don't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. my goodness. I mean, look, that's how the, the film ends with that beautiful line. It's like, it's a simple line. It's yeah. kind of like, in the context of the film, it's quite beautiful. Mm. Uh, a, because baby's a pig and there's nothing wrong with being a pig, obviously. Exactly. And it's just, it just says enough. It's mm. like, you've done your job. Yeah, that's it. Sit. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Yeah, you, you are all good. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> your owner is well pleased. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's actually a gorgeous line, it really. Is, it yeah. is, <laughs> Alex Game. Mm. Homer Simpson sound. Hey. So after the mm, add whatever you want. <laughs> she does. She does it every time we have we go out to eat or yes. we're eating, you know, at a when usually at a at her family Christmas yeah. lunch. She'll I'll always sit next to her and she'll always grow for she'll always go for the pasta salad. <laughs> oh. Always the pasta salad. She's only human. That pasta salad is mine. <laughs> and does and she then go she'll be like, mmm, pasta salad. <laughs> <laughs> now look, Homer's that mm, you really can weave into any conversation. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating anything that you like, just chuck it in. Absolutely. <laughs> 
I love it. So. Yes. Shannon Craven said, son of a bitch. Yes. Ben Winchester from Supernatural. Oh my goodness. Put this one into context for me, for you. So, if anything happens in Supernatural that Dean finds really sort of like, oh, for crying out loud type of thing. Yeah. So his word is, son of a bitch. <laughs> and he says it like that. Oh, okay. And it's so good. And the girls just have their thing <laughs> when they hear that because it's so funny. It is so him. Yeah, it is. It really is. Love it. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly how he says it. So he just needs a cuddle? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, uh, lovely. <laughs> Like, why'd this have to happen? Like, yeah. seriously. <laughs> Thank you, Shannon. Thanks, Shannon. Great response. And we've saved the best for last. Yes, we did. So, I've been advised not to read this comment. Yes. So, all yours for you. All right. So, now, f- I'm sure this person is going to be very kind and fair and balanced. Oh, I'm sure I'm they sure will be. Balanced. It's called respect. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go. Our final response comes from... The Kendall Richardson. Kendall, there's only one. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually managed to um, get her response in Yay. from overseas. Yep, so there's no excuse, you local friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And she says, if it's TV, it's got to be The Simpsons. Look at me. I'm making people happy. I'm the magical man from Happy Land in a gumdrop house on Lollipop Lane. Oh, and by the way, I was being sarcastic. And Marge responds with, well, duh. <laughs> Kendall also does love. That's it. Back to Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> As for movies, lately it's been quotes from Avengers Endgame. Oh. <laughs> Whatever Sorry. it takes. I love you 3,000. Yes. That is America's ass. That is America's ass. Because, you see, when it comes to movies, the most quotable lines come from the MCU. It speaks volumes when I can't even think of a good quote, let alone a memorable one, from the fledgling DCEU, oh dear. <laughs> hashtag sorry not sorry. Hashtag had to. Hashtag trolling Wayne. Hashtag the Kendall concession of November 2018 is void when I'm out of the country. <laughs> Hashtag love you, Wayne. Poor Kendall. You're so naive. <laughs> She's expecting a response. I was going to say, clearly, I did not get that memo about the Kendall concession of November 2018. Neither did Mr. Black. Neither did Mr. Black, no. He was... In full support, it you know it sponsored our nerdy news bulletin today. <laughs> well, I don't know. Look, Kendall, it's true. Like, I can appreciate that you would not be able to quote anything from the DCEU because sometimes the quality is so high. What? Over- hold on, hold on. <laughs> I have the right of reply for you. <laughs> you just overcome with awe. With the beautiful dialogue, the way it all fits together, the way it all comes together. So, I just, yeah, so for, it, it's okay, Kendall. You and I will watch the DCEU again. We'll go through it. We'll reenact some scenes. <laughs> <laughs> she will be forced into this, whether she loves it or not. We'll, we'll give it another go. <laughs> and I hope you're loving your time. In your gumdrop house on lollipop lane. Yes. 
<laughs> and I love you too, Kendall. You know I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for your responses. Yay. So much fun to go through quotes. <laughs> <laughs> what? What did I say? Did I say something wrong? It wasn't what you said. It's just how you said it fully up. <laughs> Sound sarcastic. I don't know how it sounded. <laughs> you you know you know what it sounded like. I have no idea how to transition into the next into the I'm next no bit. Good at this. <laughs> That's okay. Let me do it for you. What's, okay. what's the question for next week? Hey, uh, next week's question is: What's the thing that always happens in the movies that never happens in real life? Mm. That I'm sure there's a lot of. Absolutely. Out there. Absolutely. Yes. Remember to use hashtag tell Fred. Please do. Put yes. it on all of our socials so we can find you and share your responses. Exactly. What's up with Fred? Well, I've got Fred Watch on the Brain. Yeah. So, yeah, so we've got a new Fred Watch that dropped last week. So, Batman. Yes, our did. biggest and most epic podcast. Oh, my goodness, it was. It was a lot of fun. It was five of us, the most that. Uh, Fred Watch has ever had in terms of hosts. Yeah. So that is out now. Uh, <laughs> Fulga has been banned from Fred Watch. By the way. <laughs> I just want to put it out there. Just so you know, listen to the listen to the Fred Watch episode. Yes. You'll understand why. And you will also understand why Kendall is welcome anytime. <laughs> Kendall gets the cushiest seat. And <laughs> she gets served her cup of forest and she gets her lemmington's forest. And I and get biscuits. the floor. You don't come at all. <laughs> uh, so, yes. And in case you're wondering, Philip and I are still friends. Hey! <laughs> we are still friends. That's good. And we came together to do another podcast, a special Pride Month podcast. Ooh. So that's going to be out on Friday. Cool. So on a, to mark a very special anniversary mm-hmm. of a very obscure film that I think a lot of people have not heard about. Um, so stay tuned for that one. Yes. We still have weekly reviews coming out mm-hmm. for Fred Watch. And Fulia has the one coming up this week as well yes so So this week's fred watch written review will be um for toy story 4 so i'll be a little bit more elaborate in that one yeah um with you know yeah like i said it's a lot of fun (laughs) so keep an eye out for that yeah look forward to reading that one and so i would have seen the film by the time that's come out which is great. I've actually gone back and uh, watched the the previous Toy Story movies to refresh, getting myself ready for oh, number cool. four. Uh, so I might actually do a franchise review. Yes. Yeah. So I'll summarize all four films. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see how we feel about Toy Story 4 especially. Mm. Yes. Yeah, You're so definitely going to enjoy number four. I think I will, actually. Yes. I just adore these characters. They're so You're going to have so many laughs in this. Yeah. So well made. A lot of fun. So, Fred Watch is going strong. How's Incompetent yep. Gamers going? Oh, Incompetent Gamers is going great. So, uh, last week I managed to um, get back up online uh, compared to what I was a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. Yes, we, we had Puddin yes. taken over. Puddin uh, had to take over for me because Foolish Fuji was not well. Yes. <laughs> so, last week I played Cluedo and it was a lot of fun. Um, make sure you go back and rewatch it uh, when you can. And um, we've also got Incompetent Gamers with Darth Puddin mm. and Sharpie when he's uh, when he's available. Always nice to see Sharpie back on. Screen. Yes, yeah, we'll is. hear him at least. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and they played. Um, I think played Rocket League. 
quite possibly that is their go-to. That Usually their go-to, their go-to yes. yes. I know but Lars Pudden also did, um, yeah, did do Cluedo himself as well. Or he did. He did Cluedo Actually, and you last, did Cluedo, didn't you? Yeah, last, last week on Tuesday he did um, a few various games. Oh, cool. Because he was playing one game um, which I watched back and I'm, I watched it. I'm like, wow, okay, this is really weird. He's, okay. he's, his character, his role in the game is literally to be passport control, um, I think at a Russian border? Okay. Or a German border. I can't remember which one it was. And is it as boring as it sounds? Yes. Okay, I thought so. <laughs> but he was having a hard time with it because he was getting infringements. Because he was letting people in that wasn't supposed to uh, or not letting them in when, when they have. could. Okay. So it was really weird watching So in it. other words, he got fired and moved on to another game? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when he started playing Cluedo. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, well, speaking of gaming, we had a new beta test drop as well. Yes, yeah, we did. Five Nights at Freddy's review. Mm. So Bethany's still doing her beta test. Now, Collectible Chaos. Collectible Chaos is out this week. Yes. Um, top 10 Michael Jackson and the Jacksons albums. Yeah. And it's also dropping on the 10th anniversary of Michael Jackson's Yes, death. absolutely. Yes. Kendall over in the US paying her respects. Amazing. Yes. Yep. yep. Fantastic. Uh, what else is up at Fred? Monthly's coming out. The monthly will be out this yes. week as well. So what's going to happen? You don't have your beautiful co-host <gasps> with you. I'm going to have to get another person. Oh, here. will they be as beautiful mm. as Kendall? Probably not. It's difficult, isn't it? We'll see. We'll okay. see. You can try. You can only try. <laughs> oh, I wonder who it'll be. Yay. Hey. <laughs> Guest hosting with me this week um, will be someone that you've heard before yes <laughs> and clearly not sick of hearing yeah <laughs> and um i think what was this week's question uh, this month's question so it's about what disney yes animated film world you would wanted to live, live in, in. Yes. i worded that horrendously <laughs> <laughs> what disney animated film would you live in yeah so um that is the winifred's uh, question. Yeah, a few more days to answer on that yes, one. Yes, so you've still got some time. Um, and I think that's probably about it. That is about it. Yeah. So, that, that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Yay, time for the Fred plugs. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, on iTunes, and Spotify. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery with our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, and featuring our live stage shows such as Whatever Happened to Jeremy Baxter and more. Woo, love them live shows. Oh, yeah. That was the Fred plug. That was. I've been Wayne Salini. I've been a Fulia Cantaramaja. And, and you've, you've just, just experienced, experienced a podcast, podcast called Fred. Episode 72. Yes. What? Yeah. Oh, hey. I did. We made it. Hey. <laughs> Remember to eat beef. Yes, eat beef. <laughs> eat tofu. Tofu. Eat all, all the, the things. All, all the things in the, the world. Things. <laughs> we did just before recording and it was amazing. Yes, it was. That dessert though. Oh mm. my goodness. I want that cake. Oh, I know. I want more cake. It's true. Let, <laughs> let them eat cake. Mm, yes. Cake. Mm, shout out to Kendall. Shout out to the Kendall. I hope we didn't destroy your show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a team effort. It is a team effort. <laughs> Love you, Kendall. Ah. <laughs> and scene.